0: a production of Word South, a content marketing company. Story Connect, the podcast. Helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers.
1: How can a political forum turn into a great PR event for your telco and spark some good civil political discussion? That's what we'll be talking about on this episode of Story Connect Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Johns, and I'm joined today by two folks um, down in Florida, a place the podcast has never gone before. So I'm joined today by Jeff Leslie, CEO at ITS Fiber, and by Denise Lechner, who is the marketing manager at ITS. So thank you guys both for joining me. Thank you. Thank you. Now, Denise, we met at that NTCA uh, marketing conference there in Nashville, and uh, I had kind of thought that it might be good to get um, get you guys on to, uh, to talk for an episode. But when I saw a story I believe NTCA had put it out, it was about the political forum um, that you guys had been working on. Um, so I, I think it's a cool idea, and I think that's what we'll we'll share. So you guys just recently um, did a, a forum where you had uh, folks there, and you know it's always interesting uh, here in a heated political um, atmosphere um, in 2018. What we're going to try to do, and I said the same thing a couple episodes ago when we were doing a podcast about election coverage, but we're going to try to prove that folks can talk about something political for the next 15 minutes and not get anybody mad at each other. So that's that's my. <laughs> My goal anyway when we're doing this
2: good luck <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right well the first question i had for you guys is um you know basically wh- where did this start where the idea come from for you guys to host a forum like this
2: well um we have been uh doing a lot to start uh enriching our relationship with our local congressman uh, brian mast um you know we have had these issues with uh budget controls and and uh, things in Washington that have really been affecting our support and those type of things, and we've been developing that relationship. And we had them out to visit our uh, plant, and uh, they were really impressed. You know, they had never really been to a rural telco before. And uh, with that, we just started talking to them about, you know, boy, it would be a nice idea to someday maybe have you guys to come, ta- come to town. Uh, you know, Indian Town's a little rural town out here, and in the middle of the state, close to the Everglades. And so, uh, you know, we don't get a lot of attention. And uh, we just said, uh, you know, man, it'd really be great if you guys could come out sometime and, and just meet our community. And, and not that they haven't, they have been out here. But it doesn't seem like, you know, the people in our rural community have really had access to their congressmen to, to really speak up about the things that that are important to them. You know, we didn't want to make it a campaign thing, and we kind of, and, and nor did the congressman. And so they called it a community conversation. And we kind of really set the guidelines at the front end to ensure that the discussion was just going to be about, uh, you know, what's on your mind, you know, what would you like to communicate to your congressman, and then to give our rural community the chance to, to come out and have that access.
1: Sure. That sounds like an excellent idea, but I know it, it took some work to uh, put something like this on. Those guys keep very busy schedules, and I'm sure just kind of um, you know, getting some, something set um, to make it happen took a lot of work. Why did you feel like um, that it was important enough to do, to put the work in to, to make this happen?
2: Well, we really felt that uh, we wanted to have our congressmen really get a feel for the rural community and the issues that are out here and and, and the problems that people incur, uh, And of course, maybe hear from a few people that, uh, you know, would like better or broadband that, that can't quite get it at this time. And, and uh, also to uh, help make them aware of those type of things. But uh, the, the biggest and most important thing, and it was really our guiding light was to uh, just get access to the community. We held it in our, Uh, new sales center that we built. So we were able to bring a good part of the community into that sales center. And uh, it just, uh, the people were just so appreciative of the fact that, uh, you know, we had put out to uh, bring the congressman in and and provide that forum to them. And I think it was a great PR event for us and uh, very informative and uh, really appreciated from our community.
1: Sure. Now there is a lot to, to unpack in that answer that we'll get into as we, as we go forward, but I guess just a little background. Had you guys done anything like this before?
2: You know, we do a lot of events. Uh, we're also like the, uh, the main sponsor for the Indian town rodeo. We do lots of events, but we have never really done anything political. And, uh, so we were a little concerned, you know, we didn't want to, don't want to get too political, but by the same token, you know, uh, we just felt, uh, you know, giving rural people real access that they're probably never going to have to their congressman was, was an important thing. And uh, so we hadn't done it before, though we've done a lot of activities and events. We pretty well sponsor or participate in everything that happens in Indian Town.
1: Sure, sure. I'm sure that's a familiar um, story for most folks, Being um, uh, most of the telcos being involved in so much. Uh, so j- just set the scene for us and talk about the mechanics of, of the evening. So the, for the forum, where was it? How did it work? Um, was there a moderator or the congressman handled all that? I mean, we've seen some of the town hall meeting from, you know, from other uh, congressmen, other uh, officials on TV. But just kind of set the scene for us a little bit. Tell us how it worked.
0: Well, Andy, the way we worked it out, I, I worked very closely with uh, Brian Mass team, his local team here in Florida, as well as some of the people in Washington. Um, They're a real good group of people, and they worked very closely with me to figure out the best way. They kind of have a little bit of a standard way they like to do things, but they were also open to doing things uh, that would be comfortable for this particular community, uh, so what we did is it was we had a choice between either doing more of a moderator style where they would have questions that were written down by the people as they came in. And then we would have a moderator read that or doing more of an open mic kind of thing where we would take the mic around and just have people ask their questions in an open way. And we, Jeff and I discussed that a little bit and they, lean towards, uh, Brian mask people lean toward, we like the open format because then it's very transparent and no question is a bad question. We want to be able to hear everything that anyone has to say. So we decided to go with that open format. Uh, Jeff uh, did an opening statement basically introducing himself and welcomed everyone, and then we turned it over to Brian Mass to speak. He spoke for probably about 10 to 15 minutes just in general about things, and then he opened it up to the crowd to ask their questions, and we had two different microphones available. He was up at the front speaking, and then we had a microphone available to have people speak and and answer questions, or uh, answer questions, but ask questions, I should say, and then he responded to them and then would he kind of then led the rest of it, and towards the end, then Jeff did a little bit of a closing.
1: So you guys, the ITS staff was there, kind of. You you weren't just sponsoring it or, or holding it. You know, at a, at, I mean, you guys were involved. You guys were were there. Um, the employees were there, actively participating and helping yes, host. Yes, we
0: had a few employees there. We had a team we set up. We had refreshments for the crowd. Uh, we had the chairs set up for them. We. Also made sure we had it on, you know, we had a videographer, which is one of our staff, phot- photographer, all of that. So we had people um, from our staff handling the logistics between myself and, and uh, three or four other people there setting up and getting all of that, those things handled. Uh, Brian Mass uh, support staff did a few things, but mostly they were there to talk to the crowd and, and do their thing that they had to do, you know, their meeting and greeting.
1: Sure. Well, this sounds like a, a um, well-executed event. Sounds like it went well. Um, now, were there any specific focuses? And you mentioned a little bit about uh, what was discussed, but was there, uh, since it was hosted or you know, presented by, um, by you guys, was there any kind of focus on telecom regulation or telecom laws, or was it completely um, you know blank canvas, wide open for anything?
2: It was, uh, for the most part, wide open for anything. But, Andy, um, since, uh, as Denise mentioned, I I went ahead and did a little introductory statement. And in that statement, it was a really positive thing because all the people there pretty much were our customers uh, and quite a few of them from some of the rural areas that we've not been able to penetrate yet. And uh, so I did, in my opening remarks, discuss about some of the issues that we're having and, and why we've been been unable to get fiber to the furthest parts of our uh, of our territory. We're only about 85% fiber, and we're trying to get that remaining 15%. So I did make some statements about that, uh, which was also uh, very educational to the customers who who have concerns. And and then also I noted that our congressman has supported us and told us told everyone how he is supported and how really he was the only congressman and I believe in the state of Florida that has uh, participated actively to uh, promote rural broadband. And so uh, so we did bring it in. We also had a couple customers speak up about it saying, hey, we want you to understand what it's like out here. You know, we're trying to run businesses and things like that. We need to have fiber just like the guys in the cities. You know, I think we even threw in a little thing about uh, bringing jobs back from China, you know, how if they ever want to do that, it's, you know, rural America is the place that's going to happen. And he certainly understood that, gave us a lot of compliments for what we're doing, you know, confirmed his support. And uh, but really, the night was uh, open for him, you know, and uh, whatever came at it. And I don't know if you know, but in Florida, we're having a lot of water issues. And uh, that was probably what dominated most of the evening.
1: Okay, but it's always good to beat that uh, rural broadband drum anytime uh, anytime you have uh, an audience like that, especially with folks there so good to to bring that up here's probably the trickiest question of the uh, of the podcast so like I alluded to earlier, in case anybody hasn't noticed, things are pretty tense politically um, and we're pretty divided uh, country on a lot of issues right now um, so when you have an event like this that was um, you know political by nature. Uh, did everybody behave? Was there anything that you guys did to try and keep things civil before, it, you know, um, you know, beforehand or during the event that um, everybody pretty much uh, respectful and civil of everyone?
2: Well, we uh, we didn't really address it directly, though. We kind of set a few guidelines, you know, about the fact that, you know, it was going to be open forum and everything and that it's not a political thing that if you have real questions or. Concerns, you know, that to be serious about them and and ask soberly, but uh, we really uh, the, the good thing I guess was the fact that we really didn't have any issues, you know, like that. Uh, the people were very civil. Uh, our congressman is a Republican, and uh, there were even there were some Democratic people in uh, attendance. As a matter of fact, some of them came up very nicely and announced that hey, you know, we're Democratic and uh, we're Democrats and everything, but they, but everybody was, uh, you know, was really respectful. Uh, You know, the questions, you know, were, you know, typical good questions. Uh, Absolutely had no problem, uh, you know, between the people at all and and everything was very civil, uh, just like you would hope it would be.
0: And I will say one other thing. I, I can't prove one way or the other that this was a factor, but when I worked with Brian Mass Handler's, they basically said, we're going to arrange to have um, a couple of the, the sheriffs there, the deputies at the event. Mm -hmm. And that's a real thing. You know, we, they, they wanted to make sure there were things in place. If anything could occur that might be object, you know, uh, not very uh, conducive to the environment, but we did, they did hire those people to be there and, you know, like I said, Jeff did mention at the beginning, a little, a couple little things. And I think that helped keep the atmosphere very calm. And people were asking very productive questions.
2: You, you know, I think it's also kind of typical of rural communities. You know, I think all the people in the news and all the activists you see and, and all the uh, politicians, I think that, you know, sometimes they make a lot more of it than what it is. And, I think in a lot of rural communities, you know, we're really close. We do so much together and everything, and 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 they're just a lot of good people in our rural
1: community. I agree
0: with that. And that, yes. and
2: I, they were too classy to let that happen.
1: Hey, well, that's good. That gives us uh, us all a little bit of hope. Then that uh, you can have, uh, you know, even in 2018, folks can can still get along. So, uh, now you talked about the crowd a little bit. How was how was turnout? Was it what you expected? And and uh, uh, did folks show up? Sounds like.
0: Yeah, we filled the house, as they say. It was better than we expected. We invited a lot of the community. We expected RSVPs because mm-hmm. we do have a limited amount of space to a certain extent. And I would say about 80% of the people that RSVP'd showed up, which is awesome. That For the numbers for typical events that I do all, all the time, it was outstanding.
1: Excellent. Okay. Uh, And how uh, ahead of time, and since you mentioned that you had the photographer and the videographer there, maybe we can talk a little bit about um, uh, publicity and communication after the event. But uh, how did you guys uh, publicize it? Sounds like you sent invitations, um, but what, what else did you communicate both beforehand and then if you did anything afterwards with the video and the photos that you mentioned?
0: Well, right now, uh, we mailed an invite, of course, and then we did a lot of email blasts in between that. We had some signage out in front of our building, and we also communicated quite a bit through other community events that were happening before this. There were some, a couple of chamber meetings, and, and the, the village of Indiantown had their normal council meetings, so I made sure that they had flyers at those meetings. I attended them and made sure announcements were made things like that so it worked out pretty well that the timing of it we I mean, kind of purposefully did that that there was a couple of those community events prior to where we could announce things to the local people here since it was very very local obviously
2: what what was really cool too was we had a lot of other politicians that came you know including our state representative and all of our local uh, council was there and so uh, it was it really was great
1: that's great. Yeah, that's, that's interesting that they, they up. So it's cause then they get to hear your message too. And, and, uh, obviously they probably interact with you, with you guys pretty closely already, but, um, but yeah, extra folks like that in the audience never hurt. All right, Denise. Well, how did, how did social media play a role in this? I know that you said, uh, you had the videographer and the photographer there. What did you guys do on, uh, social media either before or after the forum?
0: Well, Andy, we didn't really push everything out on social media prior because we had all these other methods to get directly to the customers and and the community that we wanted to invite, but afterwards we did use heavy social media, Facebook mainly, and we posted out photos and everything else to the and thank the community for coming and we're appreciative and everything. So I think that worked all very well. We plan to take the video that we recorded and edit it in a few different shorter clips, and we're going to put those up on our YouTube channel here this week. So that's that's what we mostly did with the social media part.
1: You did mainly photos, and and did you say you were boosting some of those posts as well?
0: Yeah, I boosted those posts out broader than you know, just the normal likes on our page,
1: and a pretty good response from folks. Pretty good interaction.
0: Yeah, yeah. Good responses back, I think yes very supportive
1: excellent so big picture and we talked about kind of the um, uh, the importance of an event like this for the community but did you have any goals in particular or was was there a way that this was benefiting ITS that you guys were um, you know the, the main goal may have been just to increase that communication like you said but there but were there some ways you think that this this benefited ITS? That would certainly help to kind of justify any expenses or, or time spent on it. Uh,
2: absolutely. No question about that, that I think the benefits were far more than we ever expected. You know, first of all, one of our goals was to, of course, enhance our relationship and, you know, connection with our congressman and his staff and, uh, you know, to, to tr- try to be, you know, present there in, in their thoughts and then uh, the second thing was to be able to have an opportunity to be able to, for all of our customers, to understand what our issues in Washington, D.C. are, especially with the support and, you know, and, and also maybe give them some ideas of how they can help. And then the third thing was, uh, you know, the PR. We had hoped, you know, by having all of these people in who were customers and everything to hear this story and, and know that, you know, we put up for them, to try to get them uh, the uh, the access to their congressman was just so appreciated. You know, you, you just a lot of times, at least in our rural community, you don't get a lot of attention and uh, get the chance to uh, to get your voice heard. And you know, a lot of people aren't going to go drive 50 miles to get to their congressman or or whatever. And so we really got a lot of benefit out of that. Actually, we even sold a, a new customer. Who came back from one of our competitors when they came, and was uh, so we got a sale out of it. <laughs> hey, and, how about that? And we also got a chance to talk to a few customers that you know about what we did and, and build up our goodwill with them, and, and hear more about how we're doing in uh, providing service to our customers. So it, it was just a win-win-win-win-win in every way.
1: It sounds like it. That's, uh, that's great. Um, so what did you learn? Well, I guess, first off, will you do something like this again? And then if so, what did you learn this time that you'll do differently um, next time around?
0: As far as doing it again, absolutely. I think it was a very successful event, just like Jeff said, especially on the public relations front, it did a lot for us. I just in goodwill that we were supporting our community And they really appreciated, I had more than one person come up to me during the event and say, we really appreciate you putting this on and, and and helping get your, our Congressman here. They, they were very appreciative of that. Um, And more, like I said, more than one person telling me that. So we would do it again. If the opportunity prevent presents itself, I I'm sure we would. And what would I do differently next time? I was thinking about this and I would say the only thing I can really think of as a tangible thing would be order less food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know that. Okay. that seems silly, but um, a lot, I guess I assumed a lot of people, cause it was during the dinner hour would uh, want a lot of food. Um, we provided quite a bit and we did, we had people, you know, use, you know, having something, a refreshment, but I really didn't need to do all of that. I think the forum we were providing and the person that they were coming to see, Brian Mast, that was the draw. And I, I really didn't need to do so much on that end. But other than that, it, I, it, I was um, pleasantly surprised how well it turned out. So I don't know that I would do a lot differently. Yeah.
2: I, I would say that, uh, you know, as far as doing it again, I mentioned to uh, the congressman's staff, I said, well, mate, we'll have to do this again next year. And he said, Next year, he said, "We ought to do this quarterly."
1: <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> and then, okay. <laughs> and,
2: and I even spoke to our state representative, and uh, she said, "Boy, after the election, you know, she'd love if we could do one for her too." And so, I think we're going to be in the business of this. We I might think, be. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's definitely worthwhile. It's not that expensive to do, and it's uh, you know just a tremendous benefit from it. So, really puts us out as a leader in in the uh, community.
1: Excellent. Well, I just had one more question for you guys. I think we covered a lot of uh, a lot of good territory for folks there. But if there is anybody who's listened to this podcast um, and is, is interested that, um, you know, hey, this sounds like the kind of thing that we can do in in middle Tennessee or in, um, you know, southern Minnesota or wherever they're listening. Uh, what are some tips that you might give them if they're considering um, having some kind of forum like this?
2: Well, I think we if they listen to the podcast, we've probably covered a, lo- a lot of it. But, uh, you know, I, I would just say that, you know, it starts out by developing a relationship with your congressman or senator or whichever politician, you know, that uh, you build a relationship with. I think that, uh, you know, you, you need to plan well in advance uh, and uh, work with their staff. And I think for the most part that they're probably uh, very interested in doing things to have the opportunity to come speak in the community. And, uh, you know, I I just would hireling. It's very easy to do, not that expensive. And uh, when 80 percent of everybody uh, RSVPs comes, it's like not that hard to get people to come either.
0: Yeah, I think especially, you know, the timing was very good as well, yeah. but I I think Jeff covered most of the, the tip is that organization and communication with their staff, I think, made all the difference, and they their staff just happened to be very organized and that as well, which was very helpful to us in our planning and making sure everything turned out well.
2: They know a lot. They've done it a lot. They know a lot, and then uh, just uh, for reference, We did it from 6 to 8 p.m., correct? Correct, yes. And so that seemed to be a good time. But the only bad thing is we thought more people would come to get something to eat, and I think most of the people (laughs) had eaten before they came. Yeah.
1: Well, that's surprising because usually free food is that draw you can always count on. But it sounds like like they were there for the content, um, and the food was just a bonus. So excellent. Well, I appreciate you guys both for joining me on this, uh, on this episode. And thanks for sharing um, the story of what you guys did. It sounds like it was a great event. So congratulations on a, on a solid event like that. And thank you both for joining me.
2: Thank you. Thank you.
1: He is Jeff Leslie, CEO uh, at ITS Fiber in Florida. And she is Denise Lechner, Marketing Manager down at ITS. Uh, I'm your host, Andy Johns. And until we talk again, keep telling your story. You've been
0: listening to Story Connect, the podcast, a production of Word South, a content marketing company.